Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, VP family and listeners. Welcome to the Bible Reading Podcast. Today is Monday, October 10. I am Kim Hauer, and uh, this week I am going to be joined by, I think, somebody who's new to a lot of us. Uh, she's new to me. Um, just met her recently, and I'm excited about this. Um, Andrea Mason. So welcome, Andrea. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. You are quick to say yes. I appreciate that. It, uh kind of calms me when mm -hmm. people are quick to say yes. So thank mm -hmm. you for that. Yeah. Um, so on Mondays, we like to get to know the guest just a mm -hmm. little bit. Mm -hmm. So would you share a little bit um, about yourself and uh, your life? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I um, This is my first time being on a podcast. So uh, forgive me if there are any like mishaps or if I stumble over myself a little bit, but, um, but yes, my name is Andrea Mason. My husband is Aaron Mason. We have four little boys, Barrett, who's nine, Colton, who is seven. And then our twins, Jariah and Boaz, JJ and Bo, uh, will be five on the 12th. So happy birthday to them this week. Um, but we live in Zealand. We've been married for 14 years, and um, we are we've just we've been on a journey like everybody. Um, and we took a little stint in the last years. We we spent a year in South Carolina, and we moved back in December of 2021. So we just moved back uh, nine ten months ago, and we are super thankful to be home. Uh, we had to. We just had to go on a journey of discovering what, where home was, and the Lord led us. Um, so anyway, so we're just here. We're getting reestablished, and it's good. Well, welcome back to Michigan. Thank you. Um, so you were born and raised in Michigan yes. or West Michigan? Yep. I was born south of Kalamazoo in a little farm town called Menden, and, um, and then my husband was raised in the Flint area in Davison. And so we spent, um, we met in college in undergrad and we ended up after graduating college, we moved to the Chicagoland suburbs for six years. So we were there for six years. And then at the end of 2014, we moved to Holland area because his work was in Spring Lake. Okay. And so that is what brought us to West Michigan. And, and then we were away for a year and came back. So that's, that's part of our journey. Well, thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. um, I look forward to hearing more throughout the mm -hmm. week about, yeah, just yeah. you and yeah. the journey that's been. Yeah, so thanks. how exciting. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, and just so that the listeners know, like your four boys are absolutely adorable, first mm -hmm. of all. Thank you. Um, but as I was explaining to my daughter, who I'm doing the podcast with, I said your name and she's like, who? Mm -hmm. And I said, Andrea Mason. I said, Remember the twin boys with glasses? They're mm -hmm. super cute. So to anybody who has seen you around, uh, maybe they can put your face with those yeah. cute little boys with the glasses because yeah. they stand out with their mm -hmm. fun glasses. So mm -hmm. 
Anyway, welcome yeah, to um, VP and the podcast. And um, yeah, I say let's dig into scripture because we have a big chunk that we were tasked with this um, week for a lot of them. But um, hopefully our listeners have read in advance of this, Second mm-hmm. um, Chronicles 35 through 36. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to focus on... Um, chapter 35, verse 16 through 25, and let that kind of guide our discussion. So I'm going to begin today by reading that. So we are again in 2 Chronicles 35, verse 16 through 25. It says, So at that time, the entire service of the Lord was carried out for the celebration of the Passover and the offering of burnt offerings on the altar of the Lord, as King Josiah had ordered. The Israelites who were present celebrated the Passover at that time and observed the festival of unleavened bread for seven days. The Passover had not been observed like this in Israel since the days of the prophet Samuel, and none of the kings of Israel had ever celebrated such a Passover as did Josiah, with the priests, the Levites, and all Judah and Israel who were there with the people of Jerusalem." The Passover was celebrated in the 18th year of Josiah's reign. After all this, when Josiah had set the temple in order, Necho, king of Egypt, went up to fight at Carchemish on the Euphrates, and Josiah marched out to meet him in battle. But Necho sent messengers to him, saying, What quarrel is there, king of Judah, between you and me? It is not you I am attacking at this time, but the house with which I am at war. God has told me to hurry, so stop opposing God, who is with me, or he will destroy you. Josiah, however, would not turn away from him, but disguised himself to engage him in battle. He would not listen to what Necho had said at God's command, but went to fight him on the plain of Megiddo. Archers shot King Josiah, and he told his officers, Take me away. I am badly wounded. So they took him out of his chariot, put him in his other chariot, and brought him to Jerusalem, where he died. He was buried in the tombs of his ancestors, and all Judah and Jerusalem mourned for him. Jeremiah composed laments for Josiah. And to this day, all the male and female singers commemorate Josiah in the laments. These became a tradition in Israel and are written in the laments. So that concludes the portion that we're focusing on today. Um, As we go through this new type of plan, we're focusing on what does the scripture say about God? What does it say about people? And then what kind of um, promise or practice or plan might we put in place after hearing it? You know, Mm -hmm. something we can obey. Mm -hmm. So um, first question would be, what did you get from this about God? What did you learn, something new or Mm -hmm. a reminder Mm -hmm. through this, what it says about God? I think the first thing that, pops out to me is that word celebration that, you know, it starts out with, uh, that celebration is of God and, um, and how important and vital that is, I think for our spirits and out of also out of obedience, like called to be 
obedient in our celebration of God and what he's doing. Um, the other thing that I was surprised by in this passage is where it says, um, where it says from Nico, God commanded me to hurry. Like we don't hear that very often. Usually it's like we wait on the Lord. And I think sometimes when I can tell that I'm hurrying in my own like humanity, that that's not, that's not of God. Um, and so because of more the spirit at which I am operating, you know, um, I think when I feel hurried, I'm either hurrying my kids or I'm feeling anxious and I'm, as I'm hurrying, mm -hmm. but he had such a different spirit about it. And so I had to read that a few times. Um, and I just find it fascinating. I think that's the only part in scripture that I remember really hearing that. And so I want to cause and pay attention to it. Um, and uh, and and the, I think it's just really clear, you know, that the Lord was on a side. He was He was on a side, um, and so those are some of my reflections when it comes to, uh, you know, the nature of God. Yeah, I like to do a deep dive into Scripture. I didn't do quite so much as to figure out who this King is, mm -hmm, right? But mm -hmm. who is Nico or Neko? I don't know how you say it, but. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't really look into who he was, but I kind of caught that same thing. Like, so we know he's not a ruler of Judah or Israel, you know, mm -hmm. like, so not the chosen people. This is a separate right. king. Right. With a separate land. Mm -hmm. And what caught my attention about that is that God actually spoke to him. Mm -hmm. You know, not mm -hmm. sometimes I think like God only speaks to his people. Right. Like, then it was the Israelites, the chosen ones. Now we have Gentiles wrapped into that, right? But yeah. I feel like to me that kind of caught my attention. Like, well, mm -hmm. that's weird that he actually said God told me to, mm -hmm. <laughs> not just I feel like I should go and conquer you people or whatever. Right. And that's what he did. So right. um, it just kind of struck me that yeah. I know God orchestrates so much yeah. that we don't acknowledge, mm -hmm. but... That one was like, it mm -hmm. kind of stood out to me. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and hurrying. So mm -hmm. that is an interesting um, thing that we kind of both caught that part yeah. of God in that. But yeah. celebration yeah. is good. You're right. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it makes sense that God would ordain mm -hmm. celebration, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. he loves celebrating. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what it says about God to you and I. Um, the listeners obviously might have something different that they heard when they read it, but um, sure. we each hear God, I think, in different ways at different times. So what did you get from this passage as far as, like, what does it say about people mm -hmm. or specific people maybe or, mm -hmm. um, you know, like something which you can maybe relate to? Sure. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that uh, that caught my attention when it comes to people is how just say had tried to disguise himself. You know, he he didn't want to be seen, and um, and just how we can feel that way as people. He, I think, he was probably afraid. I would be afraid getting ready to go into war, um, and almost feeling caught off guard. And so I think that that stood out to me his uh, his desire to disguise. And then I think even as you were just reading. Um, I just found it interesting that when he was wounded, he said, take me away. And how so oftentimes, I think in our wounding, whether that is a physical or emotional, we it's vulnerable to, vulnerable to be around others when we're wounded or when we're hurting. And 
Um, and I just, I see that in our, in us that, or in myself is that when I'm wounded, I, I don't always want to be surrounded. And so I just relate to that. And also, um, think that we lose out on the gift of being able to comfort one another and receive the comfort of God, um, by one another's presence and that we don't have to do that either. Um, so anyway, that was one thing that stood out to me just about our, our humanity. Yeah. I looked up, um, a little bit about Josiah, and if you read all of Chronicles, I guess, um, mm-hmm. it would be helpful to kind of understand that whole history because it's kind of a history book. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you'd learn that Josiah was eight years old mm-hmm. when he became king, mm-hmm. which to me is just kind of crazy to think that an eight-year-old would rule, like, you're, imagine. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. It's wild. One of your boys <laughs> ruling right now, <laughs> king of the world kind of thing. Um, they'd love to be, but... Um, mm-hmm. And then he reigned for a fairly long time, for 31 years. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's said that he did what was pleasing to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So we know he's a king who ruled over God's people mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this, right, mm-hmm. it shows a clear decision by Josiah to actually maybe go against mm-hmm. what God was saying, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, because clearly God was telling this other king to go through mm-hmm. and he was just kind of passing through mm-hmm. in battle mm-hmm. um, and was asking Josiah to just kind of let him go through. Um, but Josiah basically kind of took up that fight yeah. on his own. Yeah. Um, and so then, yeah, ends up mm-hmm. getting killed, which is exactly what this other king said. God said would happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so I just think like, again, the humanity of Josiah, even though he had been reigning for quite a while, but mm-hmm. um, still doing what is pleasing to the Lord in mm-hmm. his totality. Mm-hmm. And yet moment, at least a moment here where he maybe did something that he wasn't supposed to be doing, wasn't necessarily sure. how God had wanted him to mm-hmm. respond. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think yeah. for me that that was kind of comforting, yeah. you know, to know that in totality, God sees me and mm-hmm. is pleased, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that everything I do is pleasing yes. to him. Right. Um, right. So I just kind of like felt comfort there that I'm not the only one mm-hmm. who does something like that. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, good. So if we were to um, say, like, what was a promise that you heard in this passage or um, something that you could take away from here as something you could obey or mm-hmm. an action step that you could take? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say the end of that scripture that you read, um, how it says that Jeremiah, he composed an anthem of lament for Josiah. And that feels like a place of obedience that there are times when we really are called to lament. And um, it's so I feel like we see that, you know, there's times of celebration and there's times of lament, like there's the both and. And I think that when we um, don't choose to lament, it will, it will come up at some point. And so anyway, I think there's a, there's a promise there from how I'm from reading scripture of, um, there's something for us in the lament and that we can't escape that either in our lives. Um, so 
that's what I sense and hear and see. Yeah, that's a good one. And I feel like it's probably a good one to leave on because sure. you really sum that up pretty well. You know, like the mm-hmm. celebration and the lament. There's a both mm-hmm. and, not a mm-hmm. either or. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what our walk is supposed to look like, yeah. you know, is times of both. Yeah. Um, and to recognize when those times of lament are necessary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I like that. I say we wrap up the awesome. day with that. Awesome. Um, and I just pray that everybody listening has a very blessed day. Mm-hmm. And we will be back tomorrow to dig into scriptures with you again. Awesome. Have a great one. Bye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.